Hey, grown-ups! Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. We're a vegetarian household over here, and there were tons of delicious options over at Factor. I highly recommend. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50, T-A-L-E-S 50, and use code tales50 to get 50% off. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com slash tales50 to get 50% off. Hey grown-ups, if you could imagine the perfect education for your tailblazer, what would it look like? You might say hands-on learning, small class sizes, deep reading, open discussion, and for many of us, that list includes a personal one-on-one tutor. That kind of personal attention can accelerate their grasp of difficult concepts. The problem is, tutors can be astronomically expensive, and tutor quality can vary widely. That's where Synthesis Tutor comes in. It's an educational AI that can bring your student from an average to exceptional grasp of mathematics. The tutor works like a human tutor would, slowing down in areas where they're struggling and speeding up when they're gaining momentum. Except, unlike a traditional tutor, Synthesis Tutor is always available and is just $29 a month. Visit synthesis.com slash girltales to get 10% off and begin learning with Synthesis Tutor today. Hey grown-ups, Women's History Month is sneaking up on us and we want you and your tailblazers to join in the celebration of the amazing women who have broken barriers, shattered glass ceilings, and made history. But hey, we're not just looking back, we're also cheering on the future history makers, our very own tailblazers. Here's how you can join in on the celebrating. Grab your phone or tablet and record a quick 10 seconds or less of an audio message. Your tailblazer can tell us about a woman that they admire who changed history. Or you, the grown-up, can give the tailblazer an empowering message about how they will change history. We'll feature these recordings on our Girl Tales episodes all through March. This opportunity is available to our awesome Patreon members on Team Alba or higher. You'll find the instructions on how to send us your recording on our Patreon page. Happy Almost Women's History Month. Hi, I'm Georgia. Hi, I'm Ida. And this is Girl Tales. Thanks, Ida and Georgia, for introducing us to the show. Tailblazers, Ida and Georgia joined us at the Girl Tales holiday party in December, where they got to record the intro for the show. Grownups, if you'd like to stay up to date on future in-person events, you can follow us at Girl Tales on Instagram and TikTok, or follow my newsletter in our show notes. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, the host of Girl Tales, a kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. 
before we get started, I'd like to wish a very happy birthday to Aria. Aria, thank you so much for listening to Girl Tales. I hope your birthday is awesome. Grownups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is A Winter Rainbow. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. A friend you might remember. Her name is Iris, and she's the goddess of rainbows. She comes to freshwater every summer and takes a break from making rainbows. Iris comes with me to watch baseball games, get ice cream, and go for walks around freshwater. We first met when I accidentally knocked Iris out of the sky while I was flying a kite, and we've been friends ever since. Iris always visits in the summer when it's warm, when the grass is growing, the trees are covered in green leaves, and the flowers are blooming. But one cold and windy winter morning, I received a letter on rainbow paper in a rainbow envelope. The letter was glowing. It was from Iris, and she was planning to visit. In her letter, Iris explained that all the gods and goddesses were taking a week off after she told them about how good she felt after her freshwater vacation in the summer. Iris chose freshwater because it was her favorite place, and she was very excited to come see us. My wife, Pippa, and I, plus our dogs, Cheese and Sherlock, worked together, getting everything ready for Iris to visit. We fluffed the pillows in the guest room, swept the floors, cleaned the bathroom, and wrote down the Wi-Fi password. Although we weren't sure if goddesses even used Wi-Fi. After a week of cleaning, Iris flew to freshwater. She has wings, you know, in a flurry of rainbows. How cold it is, Iris said, rubbing her arms to keep warm. Well, of course, it's winter, I replied. I'm not sure what other goddesses wear, but Iris wears a sparkling rainbow dress without a winter coat. Pippa and I led her to the fireplace to warm up. Iris told us all the things she wanted to do in freshwater. She planned to watch at least three baseball games, eat one ice cream cone a day, smell flowers, and go for walks around town. Pippa and I looked at each other. I spoke up. Iris, we can definitely take walks around town, but in winter, there aren't any flowers. The ice cream shop is closed and there is no baseball. Iris was shocked. I came to Freshwater to do all of my favorite vacation activities. But now because it's cold, I can't? By Hades, this winter thing is dreadful. Winter has stolen all of my favorite things. Iris looked defeated and sad, which is to say that her rainbow glow dimmed and I thought I saw some gray clouds gathering around her head. I thought it was strange that Iris, a goddess who was over a thousand years old, didn't know that life was different in the summer and winter. But then I remembered she didn't even know how to take a break from making rainbows until we met. 
Iris was so disappointed that the gray clouds around her head were getting thicker and her rainbow glow was gone. <sighs> I'll just go to bed. Pippa and I watched her walk sadly off to the guest room. Cheese whined. Sherlock put his paw on my arm. I had to find a way to show Iris that winter can be just as fun as summer. But how? That night I tossed and turned, trying to think of a way to show Iris that this winter vacation could still be fun for her. The next morning, Iris came into the kitchen where Pippa was making waffles and I was drinking my morning coffee. Iris, I know it's disappointing that there's no baseball or ice cream or flowers, but I think we can still find some fun around here. Iris looked skeptical, but ate a waffle and said she was willing to give it a try. After breakfast, I announced it was time for adventure. Follow me, I said, and I grabbed coats for all five of us, including Cheese and Sherlock. Iris was annoyed that she had to fold up her wings just to fit into the biggest, warmest coat we had. Once we were dressed, we all marched outside. A blanket of snow covered the ground, except where Freshwater's residents had shoveled off the sidewalks. I was glad there was a clear path, because poor Iris did not have snow boots. Cheese and Sherlock went running through the snow piles, and even though she was trying not to smile, I saw Iris grinning at the dogs. I led our little expedition all the way to Morgiana's kayak shop. Can we go kayaking in the winter? Iris asked. I explained that Freshwater Lake was frozen, so we couldn't. Then why are we going to Morgiana's kayak shop? There the gray clouds were. She was having a hard time with how different winter is from summer. But I had something up my sleeve. Take a look, I said, as I pushed open the shop door and inside, instead of kayaks, all along the walls, there were skis, sleds, and snowboards. Morgiana's boat rental turned into a winter sports wonderland as soon as the snow started falling. What in the Mount Olympus? Iris wondered aloud as she studied everything in the shop. I let her look around for a while before helping her choose some waterproof winter boots, warm gloves, plus a hat and scarf and a puffy vest, which gave Iris space to open her wings. She was already looking more cheerful. Then Pippa, Iris, and I rented skis. What will we do with these long, flat sticks? We walked to the top of a small mountain where we saw other freshwater residents skiing, snowboarding, and sledding. Even some of the farm animals. We buckled into our skis, took hold of our poles, and set off with Cheese and Sherlock <laughs> running along behind us. <laughs> I wasn't too worried about Iris because she can fly, so skiing should have been easy for her. But as we started down, I heard Iris behind me. Whoa! By Aries, this is fast! Ah! Suddenly, she was zipping by me and heading toward the amateur ski jump competition. Iris! Iris, let yourself fall over! I shouted. 
but she was out of earshot and speeding toward a slope set up to practice jumping. Zeus and Hera, save me! Iris yelled as she sped past a group of skiers and snowboarders. She was on the ski jump ramp now, and as she left the end of the ramp and up into the sky, I shouted, You can fly, Iris! She heard me and remembered her wings. She opened them, and as they fanned out, she soared above the ski slopes, making an enormous rainbow as she went. Every skier, snowboarder, and sledder stopped to see, and all the ski jumpers cheered. Iris had set a new amateur ski jump record. Iris glided through the air back to Pippa, Cheese, Sherlock, and I. She landed gently on the snow. I think maybe skiing is not the best option for me. The gray clouds that had been around her had cleared, and her rainbow glow was back. Iris was having fun. We all laughed and went back to Morgiana's winter sports shop. (laughs) Where we rented an enormous inner tube. All five of us, including Cheese and Sherlock, climbed inside and tubed down hill after hill. As the sun began to set, we realized how tired we all were. Giggling, we returned our tube to Morgiana and walked toward home. On the way, Pippa noticed Akari's bakery was open, so we stopped in for cookies and hot chocolate. Mmm, this is as good as ice cream in summer. Can we go tubing tomorrow and get cookies and hot chocolate and walk in the snow and have a snowball fight and go ice skating? Oh, snow angels. I want to make snow angels since I already have the wings. I laughed. <laughs> Iris's rainbow glow was bright. She had become as enthusiastic about winter in freshwater as she was about summer. And now she takes two weeks off from making rainbows every year. One week every summer and one every winter. And if she's feeling daring, Iris makes a flying ski jump rainbow for everyone in freshwater to enjoy. That was A Winter Rainbow by Tessa Flannery. Produced by Chad Shanai. Line produced by Harry Poster. Performed and executive produced by Rebecca Cunningham. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Grownups, if you would like extra stories for your tailblazers to listen to, like the original Alice's Adventures in Wonderland or The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, performed by me, well, there's only one place to get it. Head to patreon.com slash girltales and join Team Dorothy or above. And grownups, you can also find Girl Tales and Cordelia Studios on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And hey, if you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I... Believe in you.